Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the M&M Show with Emily and Michael. Welcome to 2024. We're glad you're here. Yeah, it's crazy. We, I can't believe we're drumming into the new year. Um, absolutely insane. I'm ready. I'm ready, too. 2024 is going to be a good year. Yes, it is. And here's the thing, guys. What We're, gonna, we're just going to dive right into it. Today, we're talking about New Year's resolutions and setting New Year's goals. Because I know you're setting them. And half the time, they are not accomplished. We know. We do. We do. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all do it. And I mean. Jim's busier. The gym is, in fact, busier. <laughs> It'd be popping up over there. February, it will not be as busy. Yeah. But we're going to talk about how to actually make your New Year's goals stick. And, like, what to actually do in order to make this happen. Because... <sighs> We just get it so wrong every year. Getting it definitely backwards, that's for dang sure. Yes. So, first and foremost, guys, we need to set realistic and obtainable goals. Yes. You would think you're like, duh, like this is not earth-shattering news here. But what it comes down to is even if you're like, well, I'm going to have the goal to go to the gym like five days a week but you don't go at all right now yeah sure going to the gym five days a week isn't absurd but if you're going from zero mm-hmm. that's going to be pretty unattainable that's, that's, that's a, and sustainable exactly that's the thing that that's really probably the number one take home from today is this idea so the idea is everyone wants to hit the ground running right but the fact of the matter is you might not be ready to run right okay metaphorically speaking here right so i've kind of thought about this and people get really really excited when it comes to these new year's goals and resolutions and what happens i think is people either one envision what they think is their best potential okay mm-hmm. they think in my peak state right if i was doing x what would i be doing and they ask themselves that question and then maybe it is to use your example they use this there it's five days a week going to the gym and they get this idea in their head of my peak state, my potential, I have the potential in, in me. Like, that's what they believe, right? I have the potential within me to go five days a week, but they don't realize where they currently stand, okay? They don't really current, they don't realize where they currently are. The other idea is you look back to what you have done in the past and say, when I was doing X, I was doing really good. That was really good. I was in the best shape possible. I was doing awesome. And then they begin, they're like, well, I have to do that again. And then they try to start immediately going from from that part, right? And so I think what happens is people have done a lot of good things in life. And I was talking to this individual actually a couple of days ago. And this is that, that it kind of hit me when I was telling him this. I was like, dude, like, I know you've done great things in the past, but that's not where you're at right now. So even though you are you are inspired, you are ready to go for 2024, what I would say to do is like kind of take back the reins a little bit. I know that you have the potential in you, and that's probably what you're looking at right now. But let's focus on where you currently are rather than the potential you have within you. Right. And then also it's it's better to do things that are sustainable. That's another thing. Ob- obtainable, realistic, and also sustainable. Because sustainable can be built upon. But the thing is, you have to be sustainable at like at your level right now. It has to be sustainable where you can then build more, right? Sustainable maybe for you, it might be two days a week. Okay, start with there and build it and get super really good at two days a week. And then you can go into the next three days a week and keep that sustainable, right? And then go and go and go. I also think people forget that um, 
your goals can be revamped, in fact, throughout the year. So if that two days a week exercise then becomes easy. Yeah, exactly. Then reevaluate. You don't have to wait till 2025 to work out three days a week. Yeah, and this, let me paint this picture for you. Like literally for me, um, my whole running journey began back in South Korea. Okay, so six years ago, it began with before I got home, I was about five months out. I'm like, I want to run a one mile. I want to get really good at this one mile. And that's where my, my love of running, almost like my passion for running started. And it started with one mile, okay? And then after that, I remember for a while, I wasn't really getting into like running for say like races or anything like that, but it developed into like, I remember on a Thursday, I would have like a slightly longer run. And at that time, my longer run was like th- like a 5K about, like about three miles. Mm-hmm. And I remember I got really good at being consistent with that. I was like, it just felt like my run day. I don't know. I kind of like built it into my plan and that was like my run day. And then it built into more and then it built into training for a marathon and then craziness, 12 marathons in 12 months and 52 marathons in 52 weeks, right? It all just built off one another. But I started where I was. And at that time, I couldn't, I, like a 5K was probably pretty tough for me. But like running one mile is like something that I could do and I could do it fast. Like, so try to trade for speed, speed a little bit. Um, but that's where I was. And so that's where I started. And by being really realistic with myself of like just focusing on one mile because I knew I could actually run one mile and then setting a goal for one mile as a speed goal, I'm like, okay, I can do this. This is obtainable if I do this. This is realistic. It's within my wheelhouse and doing what I'm doing, the training that I was doing at that time was sustainable. And so I was really, really good at kind of building that habit. And then it just skyrocketed from there by keeping this process going. Right. It's so much more important to build a foundation. Exactly. So much more important. And another thing people are often getting wrong is this outcome versus process type of goals. People will set a goal that's very much outcome based versus process based when you don't get to control outcomes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say outcome goals aren't bad. You can have a few of those. But what's more important to set goals in is the process of how you're going to do that. Exactly. Right? If you want to lose 50 pounds, I mean, that's a lot of weight, but if you want to lose 50 pounds, like that that lofty goal, that's an outcome-based goal. It would You'd be much better off to set a goal with... Let me, yeah, let's paint a picture for that. Yeah. So if you're, so 50 pounds might be a lot, but so say, Ten, say your goal is 10 pounds or five pounds. Okay, what, well, break that down. That's a very outcome-based goal. The outcome is five pounds. But using that same thing, instead of saying five pounds, okay, how many calories are in one pound? It's 3,500 calories in one pound. Okay, 3,500 times five pounds is like 16,500. 16, okay, <laughs> right. And so how long is it going to take? If you just got to break it down into how much, how much less calories you have to eat per meal and focus on that process. And the process is just eating less and then focusing on what you're eating. Right. Right. And just focusing on what you control. You don't control how fast you lose weight. You just control, do I exercise? Do I sleep? Do I, what do I eat? And we're also talking a lot about weight because it's very black and white and it's always people's New Year's. So well, yeah, let's be realistic here. That Honestly, most, most New Year's resolutions have to do with probably your physical health. Right. Most people. However, obviously, there's other goals that you could be doing. A lot of ones like reading. <laughs> reading is a huge one. Right. People always say, I want to read X, Y book, you know, X amount of books this year. And it's the same thing right. with the weight thing. Right. And also, I think, too, of like, I want better, like, mental health. Okay, what is that? 
Like, what are you going to do to achieve that? Like, okay, I'm going to go to therapy monthly. I'm going to, yeah. Like, what are you, like, what, what we're trying to paint a picture here is we want you to do set goals and the things that are going to actually help you get to those outcomes that you want. Exactly. I mean, mental health is a good one. Like, I want good mental health. I want better mental health. That's a very outcome based goal. That's an outcome. Having good mental health is an outcome. Right. But what's the process behind that? Is it going to therapy one time a month? Is it reading? Is it, you know, cutting off social media one time per week? Focusing on, okay, I'm going to do that. And therefore, by doing that, I'm going to achieve the outcome, hopefully. And if you don't, you're going to be well better off (laughs) if you wouldn't have done that, right? And so it really doesn't matter in the end. You know, a lot of things, obviously money, money is very outcome, but what are you going to do to get that? Right. And then focusing on the process. Yes. Also, people get it wrong too of like you have to make your goals enjoyable if you do not enjoy it at least semi you're not going to do it you will not hold through um unless you have insane discipline but but even think about your marathons that you did you enjoy running you chose to set goal a goal on something that you enjoy and let's also take this this is also something you have to take into consideration when you're talking about this Parts of the goal, parts of the process to achieve that goal, to have maybe it's an outcome goal, parts to achieve that outcome might not be enjoyable. Parts of it. Right. But big picture speaking, you have to enjoy that. And then you also have to enjoy certain elements of the process as well. And so I'll be honest, the 52 by 52 at times was extremely grueling. What I didn't like, I like, I didn't like a ton of things about it, right? I didn't like spending, you know, five hours running on a Saturday plus the hour before plus the hour or two or after of training, you know, all these different things. I hated doing that part. Mm-hmm. But deep down, I knew and I was passionate about achieving this goal. And I was thoroughly enjoying doing it. But there was tons of things that I didn't, I didn't like the pain. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the exhaustion. Right. And so there's different parts of it that I didn't enjoy. Right. But I think and which is important, you're not going to like enjoy every single aspect of it. But even if you're taking a goal of like health, physical health, I mean, why go run if you don't enjoy running? Go do Pilates, go do yoga, go do something. Those are just as awesome and you're going to enjoy it, which means you're going to actually stick to it and do it longer. With that being said, also, like nobody cares about your goals. I mean, sure, people are in your corner cheering you on, but also, if we're being honest, nobody, like, is really caring if you fulfill your New Year's resolution or not. Their lives are going to continue on, the earth's going to still spin, and everyone's life's going to go on, whether you do it or not. Especially when it comes to to weight, especially when it comes to reading, when it comes to, I mean, mental health, maybe, but a lot of these goals that people are setting at their New Year's, um, in the end, People are not going to care if you lose those 10 pounds. People are not going to care if you read 30 minutes a day. People are not going to care in the end. And so that's like probably like the most freeing thing to come to understand is people just don't care. Mm -hmm. It doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect them. Exactly. And so that's You have to choose something that you want to do. So don't set a New Year's resolution to lose weight if you don't want to lose weight. Like, right, just make it deeper than that, too. Yeah, like, make it about you and, like, what you want your life to look like, not what you feel like you should, emphasis on the should, do. Exactly. And the thing is, you know, come February, like you said, there will be quite a few less people in the gym. Mm-hmm. But something to really understand is that, you know, you will fail. Mm-hmm. You will fall. You will 
maybe gain a pound back. Maybe you'll not read for 30 minutes that day. Maybe you'll, you know, whatever it is. Um, and it's important that you check in with yourself, reassess, and get back on the horse when it's needed. Because I guarantee you, people are going to fall all the time. But if you just have this idea of like, not necessarily like, well, I messed up. Like, oh, another year doing the same thing. But it's just like, okay, get back up. Okay, you were doing good for January. What happened in February? Maybe something happened and you fell off. Okay, get back on. Okay, March is going good. You know, oh, April sucked. Okay, get back on the horse. Like this idea of like always trying to get back on the horse. Yeah, it's important. And just reflecting. Um, you're never going to be perfect at anything you set out to do. And so with that, find comfort, I would say, and find comfort in the fact of it's a process, not necessarily going to wake up January 1st, 2024 and be a changed person. Yeah. And that's not how life's meant to work. So just focus on showing up. Exactly. And when the focus on showing up, the critical take home from that is showing up looks different depending on the day, to be honest. And maybe your goal is a process related goal of reading you know, for 30 minutes a day, or maybe the process is of going to the gym, you know, five days a week, whatever it might be. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. And I'm going to work out an hour each time and, and X, Y, and Z. But maybe that night, you know, you got off late of work super late. You only have like 20 minutes instead of saying like, I just can't go tonight. Like a workout, your workout for that day, showing up that day, focus on showing up that day might be, Hey, a 10 minute walk. It might be that. Yeah. Maybe focusing on showing up for reading, it might be okay. You you literally have to get to bed. You have to get up super early instead of just saying, "I'm just not going to read tonight." Okay, maybe it's a chapter. Maybe it's you know hey. three minutes. Maybe it's five minutes. Maybe it's a page. Maybe it's something. But like literally getting this habit, this identity shift of like, no matter what it looks like, I will at least do something. I will at least show up in the moment, mm-hmm. even though it might not look like what I intended it to be originally. And that's completely okay. But the 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 amount of courage and confidence that you will build by always showing up no matter what that looked like in that moment, even if it was for just five minutes, but being able to say, I literally showed up the entire year, mm-hmm. even though maybe it looked a little skin wampus and all over the place. Mm-hmm. Most of the time I strive for that hour, but I could only get a five minute workout in. Hey, at least I got it in. Right. That's kind of like the idea that I think is so critical with people because there's this attitude of like, you're going, you're going, you're in this like groove, you're in this routine and then something throws you off of your routine and you skip that one day, boom. And then all of a sudden it just, this cycle and you just spiral then. Mm-hmm. And so literally like no vacation could throw you off. Like literally during your vacation, you have five to 10 minutes, quick, go for a walk, make it a workout and just consider it that workout, getting this mindset of changing your identity that you're focusing on showing up no matter what that circumstance looks like. Mm-hmm. No matter my, if I'm in Antarctica, I'm getting a five-minute walk-in, right? Whatever it might be. Like, I'm doing it. No matter what happens, I'm going to do this. And once you get that identity shift, mm-hmm. boom, you can skyrocket. For sure. Also, I think, too, another thing that I was reflecting on with setting New Year's goals is you can also set goals in the what's working well. I want to keep doing X. I want to keep doing why a lot of times we look at it in things that we need to change or be different when we can also just have them in this is what I want to keep doing I feel like I'm on a good roll here and if I keep doing this all right I'm going to continue to see results and you can also make tweaks and changes but um I it's important to reflect on what do I do well Mm -hmm. how can I continue to do that in 2024 exactly Okay, so next point is the difference between motivation and discipline. 
you got the social media gurus talking about how bad motivation is and how much discipline needs to take over and blah, blah, blah. But to better paint this analogy, it really comes down to a lighter. Okay, when you're thinking about motivation and discipline, motivation is actually a wonderful thing. I say play into motivation. Because all motivation is, it's the desire to do something. It's that spark of like, I want to lose weight. It's that spark of, I want to read more. It's that spark of, I want to, you know, better my mental health. It's that spark of, I want to be a better parent or a better, you know, child. It's that spark of just desire. Mm -hmm. And all that, that's all motivation is. But it's critical to understand those motivational moments within our lives because it helps us to understand what we want, what we want to do. It's a good time to also have that remembrance and that almost like imprint of the motivation because you can go back to that when it gets hard. It can re-motivate you. It can re-remind you about why you're doing what you're doing. So getting back to this lighter analogy, it's, so motivation acts the spark. So think about a lighter. Like when you're lighting a lighter, obviously you do that, right? Yeah. And then you spark the lighter. And what happens is obviously the, the spark, you pull down that trigger, it sparks it, boom, the lighter's gone. And then what discipline is, it's obviously holding down the trigger. It's holding down the trigger because that's what gives the fuel. And so it's these two things that work in, t in tandem. It's that spark, turning on the light, but keeping that light on is the fuel. Mm -hmm. And the fuel is the discipline behind what you're doing. And discipline, kind of growing discipline, that's a whole different story. And that's a whole different game that you have to play into. But understanding that motivation is actually a wonderful thing. And really reflecting in your life, okay, what motivation do I have? Not the desire to put in the work to do it, right? But just the desire to do whatever. Mm -hmm. And understanding those moments and being like, okay, boom, that's the starting point and that's what I want to go. And then starting to figure out what you need to do next. Right. And and it's important for people to realize that they're equally important. You would never have discipline to do something if you never had the motivation to do it in the first place. So be motivated, but also be disciplined. Exactly. Show up for yourself. And everything about discipline, the whole idea behind discipline is everything that we said leading up to this point. Mm -hmm. That's all about building discipline. That's all about staying consistent and building that persistent um, aspect of you. Because mm -hmm. the thing is, I guarantee it. Like, if you looked at my life, if you could have had a camera inside of my life back when I was younger, I did not have discipline, but it was built over time. No one is born with discipline. Mm -hmm. You have to develop. It's, it's something, it's a tool that you can build no matter what. Like, I don't feel sorry for no one. Like, it really comes down to everyone has the power within them to build discipline. It all comes down to every single person, no matter what situation you are in, can build that. Right. And it's just one step at a time. People get way too far ahead of themselves. And remembering that discipline is formed over time. And so, once again, it goes back to that point of getting back on the horse when you fall off. And... This is something I've reflected on quite a bit. Um, when it comes to like setting goals for yourself, I'm really over the cliche mainstream goals of, oh, I'm like going to lose weight. I'm going to read this. I'm going to do that. Like the goals that everybody sets. I, I, I want people to make a pivot and do what you feel called to do not what you feel expected to do. Because um, when you do what you feel inspired and called to change and do in, in your life, it it's so much more enjoyable. It's fueled by something greater than you. And it, I don't know, you just are so much more 
willing and capable to achieve what you've set out to do. Because there's something more to it than just, oh, I should set a New Year's goal. But what do you actually feel called to do? And also it, it invites you to reflect deeper into what do I actually want out of this year? How do I want my character to actually develop? How can I change more in like deeply and internally than just surfacely? And and I, I would invite you all to reflect on that of like, what do you feel more called to do more than anything? Mm-hmm. What do you feel called to set goals in or improve or continue to do in, in this next year? What do you feel called to do? I would need to reflect. Mm-hmm. I would I honestly would need to reflect. Right. And that's important is like taking that time to to reflect. Taking that time to get into yourself and be like, okay, what do I feel actually called to do? Like what am I even what am, what is two thousand four gonna look like? Because in the end two thousand four. Two thousand twenty four, sorry. <laughs> Wish we could go back to oh four, life was much easier back then. Five year old, six year old. The thing is like two thousand twenty I hate like literally it's yeah it's like it's the fifth day of 2024 but it's gonna be over in a blink just like 2023 as i remember january 1st 2023 we were in colorado boom done january's over february 3rd march boom 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 it's all done just past christmas like it just flies by and 2024 no doubt will do the same mm-hmm. 2024 can either be the, the freaking year that changes your life or it can be the start of changing your life, right? Mm-hmm. And getting on that track, getting on that freaking journey. And it can truly change a lot. Mm-hmm. I think 23 was a t- huge year for us. Mm-hmm. It didn't, I mean, we didn't do anything. Absolutely. We didn't achieve anything. Yeah. There wasn't a ton of like outcome based, like, holy crap, we made a million dollars. Holy crap, our business is popping up. Holy crap, like, blah, blah, blah. But what 23 year was, 2023 year was for us was to start. Mm hmm. The start of taking that next step into a new life, a new life of being a new, a, a, what we know exactly what you are doing, what you want to be doing with your business. Okay, I stepped away from a, a from a past pursuit, obviously going into the medical field, into something different. Mm-hmm. And 2023 was the start. And so it was the start of getting on this journey of like, okay, I know where you're going in life. I know where I want to go. Okay, I'm starting the journey. Mm-hmm. We obviously have things that we're doing collectively as well. But it was that start. And 2024 can be a continuation of going down this journey that we're already on. Mm-hmm. And then for other people, it can it can be the start or it can be continuation as well. Mm-hmm. I, I also, I, I people, when I come to think about setting goals, and the reason I didn't give an answer right off the bat is because I, I don't want to give a fluff answer. To me, when it's coming down to a setting a goal, and I'm, if I'm going to set a goal, I'm going to set a goal. And I'm going to meditate on it. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to make sure it's actually something I want to do and that I, I feel inspired to do. That's actually going to make an impact on my life and that's going to be some frilly thing that is a should on a list. Um, and so, and also, I, I once again, it's in January when we're, when we're recording and posting this and I don't have them set. And so if you're someone who hasn't had them set yet, you're fine. Once again, if also if you don't feel called to really set anything, great. But also, if you haven't set them yet, or even if you have, take a moment to look at the things that are on your list or that you would like to have on your list and say, 
do I feel inspired? Do I feel called to do these things? Or is it just another 10 pounds on the New Year's resolution list? Um, and really meditate on what you want to do with this year. Because that's when inspiration comes and that's when change and actually long and impactful change occurs and comes. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the end, it's going to be over. So make it worth it. Yeah. Make the year worth it. Make the year a good year. Um, play into the positive. Play into the happy moments. There's this cool thing that I saw that I that I want to incorporate. Hmm. And the cool thing was, you know, this... this um, you know, for, for 2024, it's just starting. Okay, started, grab a jar, an empty jar, right? 2024 on it. And then all throughout the year, right? All the these good moments on tiny little sticky notes or tiny little papers and put them in the jar. And at the end of the year, you have like this huge jar full of, of great moments. And it's like playing into the positive 2024 because 2024, no doubt, will bring wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experiences and play into those. It will also bring trials and challenges. We'll play play into the positive because I know that this year is gonna this is gonna bring a lot of good things. So mm -hmm. yin and yang every time. Okay. Well thank you guys for tuning in. And remember, set those goals and set them with intention. And then we'll see you next week. Please.